0: Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of taboo today we have a very special topic one that has come up multiple times in my life how about you no I just daydream
1: about around it I'm
0: screaming <laughs> today we're going to be talking about unconditional love but first let me ask you something Kristen do you feel like you've experienced unconditional love I do mm-hmm. do you I don't know. Not in friendships, not in family,
1: not in love, none of that.
0: I would say with my parents, but... See, for me, with unconditional love, I don't know. I feel like with my parents, especially with Haitian parents, Mm -hmm. and especially very traditional ones, the love comes with a condition. And that condition is you have to live the life that I wanted for you Mm -hmm. in order for you to have my love. So then do
1: you have an idea of what unconditional love would look like
0: or no so it i feel like it comes in all different shapes and forms i would have to go through like every single relationship type type, of relationship yeah in my life before getting into like what it looks like pretty much
1: okay but if you had to generalize what would you say
0: love that goes beyond any error because a lot of the times i feel like people will not agree and agreeing is like on the lowest low like lowest level of it but like Mm -hmm. They won't agree with your actions. And this is why I think of parental when I when I was thinking, they don't agree with your actions, but they love you no mm-hmm. matter right. what. Right. They don't let your actions define their love for mm-hmm. you. Because no matter what, no matter like I said, no matter what you do, they'll still love you. But at the same time, it's hard because it all depends on what those actions are.
1: Right. So like when I think about what unconditional love looks like. Especially because I feel like I've experienced it, Mm -hmm. at least with my parents, it's freedom. Mm. And then after freedom, it's understanding Mm -hmm. what freedom looks like for me Mm -hmm. from their point of view Mm. so that they can then forgive me for whatever they don't like that I did.
0: So what do you mean by freedom?
1: (sighs) Freedom for me to do things without feeling guilty about them Mm. because you don't like or approve of what I'm doing. Right, right, right. Freedom to like make my own choices, even mm-hmm. if you say I don't agree with you. That's true. That's what unconditional love is. So we kind and of have then the moving same, on. Yeah, yeah,
0: definition of it, especially when it comes to our parents. Yeah. So I would say the same thing. It definitely is freedom. Yeah. But do you feel like if you weren't the person because. If you guys don't know, Kristen is, like, the model daughter, honestly. Like, you don't even. Now I am. Na- okay. Let's be real. You had a little <laughs> a little hiccup in between. Mm-hmm. But I, w- I don't think, I think, over. if you look at the broad picture of your life okay. span, you've been an amazing daughter. You're super caring, genuine. Like, you always, you're just very thoughtful in the way you act. So I just feel like, do you feel like if you were to live a different life, and even in that time span where you weren't, you know what you would say is the best daughter Mm -hmm. do you think that unconditional love still maintained itself
1: yes yes which is what i was it's so funny i was gonna ask you like how do you know love is conditional if you've never tested the unconditional part of it? Mm. If you're always being, like, the greatest version of you, mm-hmm. you're, how do you ever know if it's really unconditional if you never test it? Mm. So, like, I know that's not a fair question because it's not fair to test people absolutely. just because you want to see how they're going to move. Absolutely. That's so unhealthy. But going back to your question, I feel like my dad is the type that believes in unconditional love. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't think that in regards to his daughter and mind you my dad is a very like blunt get to the point person so with all of his friends even in the past like if like he was going on a different life path or whatever the case may be and his friends didn't fit into that pattern because he's now a family man he let go of them Mm -hmm. so he has unconditional love for them from afar like Mm. if they called him and they really needed him then Mm -hmm. he would be there but my dad knows how to cut you off and not blink twice so even with me it's hard for me to believe that this man who's so cutthroat in certain areas will still love me regardless my dad has seen me in really ugly places in my life and i remember even <laughs> actually when we were in middle school my dad went through my phone oh boy and he saw that i was cursing oh, with you oh and like God. with all my friends yeah. and he was shocked Aww. like he i saw his heartbreak in like while he was looking at my phone oh my i remember like it was yesterday i was sitting on my lovin- living room steps and he was standing above me going through it his and he literally schlong. had to go sit down he Aww. literally had to go sit down and he was like you talk like this and i was like my head i was like yeah but then i was like no (laughs) no i don't mean it no yeah yeah and i do feel like because my dad obviously now i'm 20 i'm about to be 23 so he's realistic in the fact that i'm grown Mm -hmm. in certain areas of life who can't stop me from being a person Mm -hmm. he's understanding of that but at the same time he's always looked at me as his baby i'm sure a lot of girls like feel that way towards or have that relationship with their dad where it's like you're their angel Mm -hmm. at the end of the day no matter what you do you're their angel even when it's bad even when it's like it doesn't coincide with that angel mentality that he's made up in his head about you he still looks at you like that Mm -hmm. my dad has seen me really ugly he's seen me Mm cursed, and he still loves me to death and he's still like whatever i need he's there for me so i feel like i've experienced it but even when you were talking about that small part in my life where I was going through some stuff and I wasn't being the best family member Mm -hmm. my family were still unconditionally loving yeah like super unconditionally loving they forgave me for that whole time period where I was lying and super uncommunicative Mm -hmm. so I feel like I've experienced unconditional love
0: so I hearing you explain it it now makes me feel like I've experienced unconditional love but I think I'm mixing up and I don't know what the word for it but like you said, Mm -hmm. unconditional love from afar. Because Mm -hmm. I think, I've never tested the waters, but I've seen in my um, home and just like within other family members that if you do something wrong to the point where my parents disapprove so much, they no longer... It's not, I don't know if it's respect, mm-hmm. but it's like, they can, like you said about your dad, they can completely remove themselves from the situation. Mm-hmm. They will not speak to anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, we've had family members been cut off completely mm-hmm. for long periods of time. And it's like, yeah, now I'm realizing the love is unconditional because they definitely su- do so love them. You don't just stop loving someone the moment you cut them mm-hmm. off. But at the same time, it really is, I guess, easy to just cut someone off. And I don't know what that word is, but it's like. It's from afar. I, I feel guess. like it's just
1: a boundary. Yeah. It's like how much do you tolerate? Especially yeah. like anything that you look at, right? Like even a friendship. If somebody's doing something that you know completely goes against like your moral compass, mm-hmm. but you love them for all the other things that they've ever done, said, been, all of that. Mm-hmm. You don't just forget all of that. It's true. But that one thing might have broken you so much to the point where you're like, I can't watch this anymore. Yeah. It's not even about the fact that they approve or disapprove, it's more about i want what's best for you i'm looking from the outside in and what i see you doing doesn't align with who i know you to be so, so i have to remove myself it's either that or i stand by and judge you 24 7 and also mm-hmm. rip my hair out because i'm sick to my stomach watching you do it
0: yeah so i think so then i am oh, sorry guys i'm changing my mind i think i definitely experience unconditional love because the only relationship that i would say is unconditional mm-hmm. without a doubt as much as we freaking argue, Olivia mm-hmm. freaking Domini, I feel so bad saying this, but like Olivia could turn around and kill someone, and I'd be like, "I forgive you." That's my good news. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like I feel like that's when it when it feels unconditional because there's never a time where I'll ever turn my back on her, even cut her off. Mm-hmm. Like I know, like I said, in my family, we've seen people just get cut off really easily, mm-hmm. I feel like I would never, I would never be able to do that for her. So I guess that is unconditional love. Yeah.
1: I mean, like you said, it's everything, every question we ask is about how we define it. hmm But unconditional love is tricky. Cause yeah. can love be unconditional if it's built on conditions?
0: If That's it's, what I'm saying. Right. Okay. Which I understand. Because then you have to look at the, it's like looking at the fine print. And Mm -hmm. it's even when you, like, say a marriage. Uh When you think of a marriage, marriage comes with a fine print. Uh When you are thinking of that, to have and to hold.
1: All relationships. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Yeah,
0: especially with that one, because you're making a union in front of whoever you believe Mm -hmm. in. You are saying that you are devoted to this person and in sickness and in health till death do us part. Mm -hmm.
1: And then people turn around. And and become an adulterer. Right,
0: right. So I feel like when it's based Mm. on... With parents, we always say there's no guidebook. There's Mm -hmm. no, like, there's no guidelines, no book to how to raise children. So there are no conditions as to where, as to how and, like...
1: Where the love ends and begins.
0: Exactly. So... It's just there. If it's not built on anything, you can make them up as you go. Right. With marriage and stuff like that, with relationships, for some reason, as a society, we've established these certain standards in a relationship that the person is supposed to uphold. And doing that, it's very easy to snap it off and be like, okay, I no longer love this person anymore. Mm-hmm. Because how many people... A lot of divorces happen because, I would say, because they don't love the person anymore. Mm-hmm. Because they don't love that person that they first met. Mm-hmm. They are now looking at someone who they don't recognize. Okay. So I feel like at that point, it's not the same... You can't have unconditional for some love for someone you feel like you don't know anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. I just went off a
0: little topic, but... I don't know.
1: See, now you got me thinking about something else.
0: Because can you... That's like like saying you have unconditional love for a stranger. It's dramatic, but really, though. Because people change and grow all the time. So for you to have unconditional love for your partner, you like them in every sense of the word. Even when they change, when they're not the same person you met, when they're 60 and like getting back aches and all that stuff and then when they're when they're 90 and their teeth are falling out right in front of you at the dinner table Mm -hmm. it's like that (laughs) is (laughs) that's like you have to accept from them for all that they are no matter what and And will be exactly exactly for all that they are what they were and what they will be and that's where the unconditional love in a marriage comes from but it's hard to do that because people when you marry in the moment And that's why I'm a big, this is so random, but this is why I'm a really big believer in um, renewing your vows. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. Yeah, because I I would always want to renew my They change. Yeah. We change. How can you not renew? I don't want the same things I did when I was 20-something. Right. Now when I'm 40-something. I might
1: want that and more. Exactly. Things
0: change. Exactly. But what did I spark your interest in?
1: That, what I was going to say is I don't believe in romantic, unconditional love. I agree 100%. I don't believe that it's. I don't believe that it's what we've idealized it to be.
0: Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. I want it. Mm -hmm. I do want it. I would love it. But I don't think it exists because of everything you just said. Which is that if things change, God forbid, for the worse, in your opinion, you'll leave. Mm -hmm. Which makes sense. Because how much do you tolerate? If I start having a problem or like, forget the, not even talking about like in sickness and health. But more so like just doing dumb stuff Mm -hmm. to hurt your partner. Even if it's not, you know. Intentional, like mm-hmm. everybody likes to say, it's still hurtful. Where does the limit end? Exactly. Like, at what point do I put my foot down and say, okay, I can't do this anymore? Because mm-hmm. we've also seen marriages where somebody cheats, which goes against the original vows that they came up with, and you decide to stay because there's a greater union there that you wanted to uphold and a family mm-hmm. and all of that. At what point do you say, like, this is not what I signed up for, though? Mm-hmm. Because, but it's tricky because no relationship is what you necessarily signed up for it's true everybody when they meet you it doesn't matter what anyone says no matter what when you meet somebody for the first time they're giving you their ideal image Mm -hmm. they're showing you all that even if it's a year or two in you're still in that phase of like not really knowing somebody Mm -hmm. and when i was little my dad always used to say you don't know somebody until you fight them and i think that's literally the most Accurate. I never used to understand yeah. what he means, cause I'm like, I spend every day with this person. What do you mean? It wasn't until like I started having arguments with really close friends where mm-hmm. I saw what I wasn't accepting. Exactly. Because when every that's the same thing I've always said, even about anything, mm-hmm. communication. Like a guy I was seeing a while ago would say, I'm a great communicator. How do you know you're a great communicator if that's never been tested? If you've never had anybody bring anything to your attention that doesn't align
0: with what you already think? Absolutely. If they don't
1: agree with you, how do you handle that? Can you communicate?
0: And that even goes into the topic of the people who you surround yourself with, and I think we'll definitely have to go into that because if... Hearing someone who says that, it makes you feel like he only has yes men around him. Mm-hmm. He only has people who are just like, yes, yes, of course, of course, of course. Agree with you, agree with you. Yeah. Because if no, like you said, if nobody's challenging your, those views, then how are you going to know that you're a great communicator? If no one's challenging you to like get out of your comfort zone, how will you know?
1: Which is why I say unconditional love and romance might not exist because... You don't have to stay with somebody romantically mm-hmm. when you have family with them, or even like even when a baby's born. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody care more about this person than that baby daddy. Right. A baby daddy cares about his baby mama, even if he's not with her. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody he, in his head. Don't nobody care about her like I do. Right. So <laughs>
0: you know uh, you've it seen it. De- it depends on the guy, though.
1: Yeah, but it mostly if you that. if you have a baby with someone and she's a like, let's just come up with like. What we usually see. She's a baddie. All just not together. You right. want to do what you want. Right. You yeah, still, lo- yeah, you love her. Mm-hmm. You love her. Mm-hmm. You don't mm. want to see her with nobody else. That's a fact. But y'all not together. But I love her, bro. Right. I love her. That's
0: mine. It that is true. But the thing is, okay, Plays so your now mind still. I <laughs> saw a tweet. Shout mm-hmm. out to Yazzie Q. She said, Real love is unconditional. You can't deserve it. It's above you and beyond logic. Now, Yazzie is religious. Mm -hmm. and I don't want to get into religion at all Mm -hmm. but I do want to dissect this tweet because this really stunned me when I saw it because she said it's above you and beyond logic so this is where I understand why people can have unconditional love Mm -hmm. in romantic relationships but at the same time it could also be really detrimental to them
1: I was just gonna say yeah well unconditional love is always beyond logic right but at what point do you put yourself first Yeah. yeah at what point do you stop Diminishing yourself Mm -hmm. to put someone else first Mm -hmm. and I literally always think about the quote um, You got to stop putting yourself second or you have to start putting yourself first so that other people don't take you as your Your second Mm. and like I always stuck to that because there was a long period of time where I was putting My romantic interest at the time first all the time like putting him on a pedestal questioning my own feelings and beliefs and morals because I was worried that he wouldn't like what he was doing didn't coincide with them. Absolutely. So I started changing them mm-hmm. and then you start genuinely altering yourself. Yep. And at the end of the day if you take a word away the word unconditional you have love. Mm-hmm. So then what does real love look like? I think real love is accepting somebody for their core. Mm. Somebody's core I and I was, that's why it's like okay, very true. People change along like as time goes on, but at the end of the day if you're a good person, you're always a good person. Yeah, you're, you're you always in that yes, way. Yes, exactly. So it's like I don't care what anyone says. At the end of the day, I was like you said, there was a time period where I wasn't myself, and I wasn't like the model daughter or the model friend or anything. But I came back to that because I knew I was. I knew I was so far from my core. Yeah, and I knew that that wasn't who I was raised to be, and it's just not who I am. Period. Mm-hmm. It's not in my DNA. So I'd rather work on myself. I had to cut that part of me out. And you start to realize when you're in a romantic relationship, I'm sure a lot of people can understand. It's like when your friend starts going MIA when they start dating somebody new because they're slowly morphing into that person Mm -hmm. because they're in a new relationship. So true. You have to set boundaries for yourself so that you remain true to your core. Things can change. Mm -hmm. Your favorite color can change. Your weight can change. But one thing that's not going to change is how decent you are. Your values. Yeah. Your values. Exactly. And
0: I think that's what aligns with it. So what I also wanted to dissect was the fact that she puts deserves in quotation mark. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like unconditional love can be earned? Well,
1: if you're asking me if unconditional love can be deserved, how else do you build love with somebody? Do they just start off with like straight up love from you
0: in the beginning? Moms. Okay. Parents, sisters, uh, you can learn to love your uh, siblings. But I think when you're gifted with incredible parents mm-hmm. who awaited your arrival, they love you from the moment that you're born.
1: Right. Okay, so then it depends on the relationship. Mm. But I was thinking romantically. Okay, so then, yeah. Of course it's deserved. Yeah, I it's mean, just of like Of course trust. it has to be earned. Yeah. Yeah. So, But then, if love is built on conditions, then how is it unconditional? Because mm. there has to be... There's a song by Carrie Helson, it's called Breaking Point. So the lyrics read, Ladies, we should really be mad at ourselves. Because see, some women just tolerate too damn much. Now I know we gotta choose our battles, but damn it, every woman got a breaking point. And see, the next time he's testing your love, you put your finger in his face and you tell him, My, lo- my love has a limit. And so like, the reason I'm saying that is because... But I feel like real love is respecting people's boundaries and... Oh, how do I say this? Respecting people's boundaries but learning that every book has an ending. Mm. So like when I say that, not in regards to parents, but sometimes I think even at yeah, this age you got to cut your parents off. You have to realize some family members they haven't they haven't earned your love. Absolutely. They might have seen you from the day you were born, but yeah. at the end of the day if they didn't earn that, Throughout the years, think about the family members that never call. Mm. Think about the family members that only check on you or ask you when like or hit you up when they need something. Think about the family members that used to see when like you were three, four years old, but you haven't seen them in years. Yeah, just think about that. It's like they haven't earned anything, and so like regardless of romantic love, sometimes you just have to realize everybody's not here to stay forever. Mm-hmm. But the love can still be unconditional. Mm-hmm. Like I have friends. Well, they're not that's my point they're not my friends anymore but i unconditionally love them like they're not in my life anymore i don't see them anymore but i care about them so much i have unconditional love for them if they called me and they needed me i would pull up i just don't need to see you every day anymore because your everyday life doesn't coincide with what i need it doesn't Mm -hmm. nourish me anymore and it's really sad because you know like you we see movies about Um, friends and even couples that have been together since they were in elementary school or high school and so it breaks your heart but the reality is it's reality. Everybody's not meant to stay and so you can unconditionally love somebody and not have them sitting next to you every day or not having you call their phone. It's just a sad reality. It's not the one that everybody's like idealized and put into this category of romanticized relationships and love because what we want, what we said in the beginning of the episode is I want unconditional love. I literally a few weeks ago, I have a friend, and I said, "Would you love me still if half of my neck was gone?" Yeah, oh my, you I know are this psychotic. question. You, did I ask? I told you this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. You are crazy. She's calling me psychotic. But the bottom line is, think about all the people that we've seen. I watch Grey's Anatomy, and so does Leanna. So yes, ma'am. When you see these burn unit victims, and yeah. Like, they didn't they didn't come out the womb looking like that, baby. Mm-hmm. They they didn't look like that before, you know what I'm saying?
0: That is very true. So,
1: I think about that because reality on top of not having unconditional love 24/7 is also understanding that shit happens. Excuse my language. But stuff happens. Car accidents happen, fires happen, amputations happen. Yeah. How do you how it takes a strong individual and a strong um foundation and a relationship to move past that and love somebody anyway mm. because now regardless something has
0: changed yeah because
1: something huge has changed you now have to change how you love somebody Sorry. you have to change like how you're living with them whether you see them every day or not i'm just saying you have to change your relationship dynamic and so i asked that question because it might sound crazy but the truth is that things like that happen every day mm-hmm. where people get into car accidents or something bad happens are you strong enough to figure out how to love me anyway I know it's, but he said no. Just for just for the record, he said nah. He said he said he would not love me if um if my you know neck was not. gone.
0: My okay, okay, okay. What I'm asking myself right now mm-hmm. is: Are we confusing unconditional love with just plain old love? Because there is a long, there's a long way of love before you reach unconditional. If
1: you take unconditional off of it, right. love is still real. It has right. to be real. We're talking about something real.
0: Right. So what does the real question is, what does real love look like? That I can't answer. Y'all going to have to go turn to another podcast for that. Because, <laughs> girl, I don't know what the hell that is. Well, let me be clear. I know what familial, is that the word? Mm-hmm. Familial love is, I know uh, platonic, mm-hmm. friendship, all of that. That love, I'm well acquainted with, I can define that for you, no mm-hmm. problem. Maybe not define, but I just know what I feel. Mm-hmm. Romantic love, I don't know what that is, that's a dub.
1: Okay, so then my next question is, why is it that we only, why is it that romantic love doesn't start with how we love everybody else? Why is it so hard for us to understand that, okay, like cause look at it like this, right? Mm-hmm. You can fall in love with somebody, <laughs> That's not even the right term. You can fall into lust with somebody and mistake it for love. Mm-hmm. But the only way it lasts is if it's real love, mm. which is the same as a friendship's love. There's no there's nothing real different in that other than the fact that y'all might have sex. Yeah. But everything else, pretty much the same. Okay, I'm sorry, maybe I was a little too lax. You might pay some bills together, you might have a mortgage together, but what else? Mm. Like, at the end of the day, when you have friendships, long friendships, anything that's worth the test of time, there's a foundation there that's equal no matter what relationship you're talking
0: about. You know, in my head, as you're saying this, I'm telling myself, well, with friendships... And relationships, it's like you're sharing a life with someone. But even with a friend, I share my life with you. Exactly. The only thing I will say is that when it gets to that level mm-hmm. and you guys move in together, mm-hmm. that's when it kind of changes because you're with that person every, every single day. day. I'm not with you every single day. Mm-hmm. Even though we talk every day, mm-hmm. I'm not with you every day. We're not under on up under each other twenty four seven. We don't see each other when I'm about to go to sleep and when I look like at first thing in the morning. It's only on occasion. Yeah. So I think that's why it's a little different because this is someone who I don't know. It's like... You choose who you want to spend your time with, but that amount of time takes more... Effort and
1: effort energy. Effort
0: and energy to determine if this person is worth it.
1: I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I'm yeah. just asking... Why we don't start at the same level, though. Why don't we treat our romantic relationship as a friendship, as far as the effort? Oh, that's very true. Because if you're starting with a good foundation, that's why I think the conversation is different for everybody. But at the end of the day, your romantic partner is still somebody that you have to build a friendship with. Mm -hmm. Do you like this person enough to keep right in in order to keep it going? Mm -hmm you like your friends enough to keep it going so you have to do that with your partner i think maybe what the issue is is that with romance we start to make exceptions for our lovers mm-hmm. because we're like well they do this really great mm-hmm. and and because you've entered like that physical connection you start accepting things that you wouldn't typically expect like accept from a different friend
0: but i think with my long-term friends i'm more accepting of I'm, I'm accepting that same way mm-hmm. because a lot of the times I find myself more forgiving of them because I'm like, I knew I know in their heart of hearts that's not who they are. I know that they're having a moment or this this one moment right now doesn't define everything that we've been through. Mm-hmm. So I know it is quality over quantity, but at the same time, sometimes the quantity plays helps you determine the quality of that moment.
1: I think, though, like I was saying before, when you get into a romantic relationship, you kind of, I don't want to say distance yourself from the rest of your life,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but you think that only you have seen this person in that light. That is so so
0: true. that's not the
1: same as friendships because I'm pretty much the same friend to all of my friends, if mm. you're a real friend with me. Mm-hmm. If you're a real friend to me and I'm a real friend to you, mm. I'm the same mm. across the board. When you're in a romantic relationship, you ostracize yourself from the rest of your life and you're like, that's my lover. He only acts like this with me.
0: It's like when girls say that they want a friend, they want a mean guy who's mean to everyone else, right? But only friendly to them, right? It's like that's corny. Why do you want someone who's going to curse people. out like a waiter, exactly? But oh, like be so nice to you and buy exactly. you
1: drinks. No, you can't have that. Ideally, you think maybe, yeah, my I make more exceptions for my friends than mm-hmm. I would for my lover, but I don't think that's necessarily true because we always we always feel like something about our relationships makes him special to me. Yeah. So he, like, everybody else doesn't get to see him the way I see him, and I understand things better
0: because he's let me in. That's so true. Felicia actually told me this. One more time, this girl's gonna get mentioned. (laughs) But she told me this a while back. We were just on the phone chatting to each other, and she was just like, you know, I think it's so funny how, exactly what you're saying, we'll forgive a guy over, and I'll even think of my last relationship, we'll forgive a guy over and over and over again. But the moment... Like someone, like who in a, I hate to say this word, who's not pleasing us in bed, mm-hmm. <laughs> doesn't like pisses us off, mm-hmm. or like anyone in our life, we're so quick to be like, I'm done, bro. Like, I'm done. The way we cut people off so easily, like, mm-hmm. people used to pry themselves. What's that song? It ain't nothing cut that off. Mm-hmm. Like, it was very, very easy <laughs> to just cut people off. But then you see these relationships, and even these same relationships, um. In celebrities as well. Exactly. Where they'll go off um, on, oh, this person backstabbed me. Mm -hmm. I'm done with this. Mm -hmm. This hairstylist is out. This makeup artist is out. Yeah, you still with that rapper. Who's been
1: cheating on you time
0: after time time after after time. time, But he's rich. Time after time. Exactly. Like, come on, girl. Exactly. If you're going to keep that mentality, you have to keep it across all boards. Especially for those who are more deserving of a second chance than... The, man, mm-hmm. the whoever you're in love with whoever you give good chances to
1: but that's why I think even a bigger part of this conversation becomes why don't we treat our platonic relationships and romantic relationships the same
0: mm-hmm.
1: on a foundation standpoint all those things that you look for in a partner should be the same I think yeah. as what you look for in a friendship you're right obviously everybody's not the same what I am saying is though If you're looking for somebody to love long term, especially romantically, it should be the same way you're looking for a good, good friend. Mm. There's just there's certain things that obviously change. Like I said, there's a physical and intimate um, aspect of the relationship. And there's this bringing together of like finances and sharing a lot of personal things. But at the end of the day. Maybe if you're struggling with this, what you should also be looking at is the quality of your platonic friendships, because if you're sitting there questioning to yourself, yeah, if you're sitting there saying, "Well, I don't do that with all of my friends. My friends are not for that." Maybe you should get some new friends. Yeah, because at the end of the day, everybody's always questioning how much do you let somebody in, how much do I, how much do I divulge to a partner or a friend.
0: Or stop referring to them as friends. Mm-hmm. Because I think we use ver- we, these terms very loosely. The thing is, you can have people for certain things. I have a group Always of people have that, that I... Yeah, I have a group of people that I'll go to the club with. I have a group of people that I'll sit down and have right. a night with. And I have a group of people that I can, you know, do an adventure with or a hike with. Those people are different. Yes, some of them are my friends, but... I guess I would say friends, but my absolute best friends, my ride or dies, my go-to, they can do every single thing with them.
1: That's what we were, exactly. Yeah. Because we had this conversation too in the beginning of quarantine. Everybody's not for everything. Yep. And everybody's not an everything friend.
0: Yep. And they don't have to be. No, and, they don't and that's have fine. To
1: be. Yeah. That's fine. But I think still the quality of that person is what you should still be looking to duplicate no matter what. Yeah. Like the their decency, like I said earlier, their core. Mm-hmm. Who are they at their core? Are they the type to curse the waiter out, like you said, or are they the type to just have the conversation and keep it pushing and still mm. tip and not be disgustingly like rude to that person? Yeah. Those yeah. are the kinds of people that you might want to surround yourself with rather than just because, like you just said, we have to see the fine line between accepting the fact that everybody's not an everything friend and also not tolerating the fact that some people are just really crappy people. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't make exceptions for every single thing, you'll never get anywhere with that. Yeah. You'll just keep accepting things and keep saying, Well, I can't really, this person's just not that great. In five different areas, but in this one, mm-hmm. they're great. Mm-hmm. Can always depend on them. Is that somebody that you really want to surround yourself with?
0: Conversations like this get me tight because I'm just like, all right. Should stuff like this even be allowed then? Mm-hmm. Like, should we even allow unconditional love? And it's like, yes, obviously, I'm going to have unconditional love for my parents. No matter what they do, they gave birth to me, they gave me an amazing life. Mm-hmm. You know, I will always be grateful to them. I will always love them. I will always have love for them. Is it unconditional? Yes. Okay, it's unconditional. With my sister as well. When I think of unconditional love, I think I would take a bullet for this person, right? hmm But should that be allowed in every aspect of our life? Some people, which I understand why Yazzie said that, unconditional love is different from love because some people are not, I hate to say it, I hope I don't sound ridiculous. Some people are not worthy of unconditional love. hmm So it's hard to even think that at some point, It should be allowed for those people. And I hate the fact that we say that, because I do agree with Yazzie in the fact that she says that it cannot, it's not, you cannot earn it. But at the same time, it is, because I'm not gonna give a murderer unconditional love. Mm -hmm. That's where it ends. You have the body, like your body says, like you you have the mind, you have the body, and everything, the soul to take another person's life Mm -hmm. in cold blood. Mm -hmm. Or even when we think of serial rapists or anything like that Mm -hmm. like anything that's just like inhumane i feel like that's where unconditional love stops but at the same time when you this is why i'm trying to just realize that i may be confusing unconditional love and love in this entire episode because if unconditional love let's say yazzy's right and unconditional love goes beyond logic it goes beyond anything that we can imagine Mm. then some people are worthy of that
1: i disagree okay Only because now I'm thinking, maybe it's not the fact that you're mixing up unconditional love and love. I think what we're mixing up, or what you're mixing up, is love and respect.
0: Mm, I think people deserve
1: respect, period. The same way you just used the example of murderers. You don't get to choose whose life is worthy of living and who's not. Mm -hmm. But that person still deserves respect, which is why a lot of people don't believe in the death penalty. Mm -hmm. The same way like, you know, you might be really pissed at a family member for doing something to the point where you you never wanna see them again but you would never want anything bad to happen to them that's, that's true. not necessarily love that's, that's true. just respect for life cuz you know you're not god and mm. you know you don't have the right to pick and choose whose life lives on and whose doesn't or who deserves to still receive love from other people if that's what they want to do yeah and so i don't feel like the question is am i mixing up unconditional love and love even though i'm sure some people do i think it's more of just a respect thing yeah. like do you have basic respect for another human being no matter what they do? That's true. I
0: feel like because respect is such a a, a word that we use on the daily basis, it kind of loses its value Sometimes, in a way. Yeah. Because I wasn't even thinking about it that way, but mm-hmm. it's so true. And that even goes back to what I said about why I was questioning. Yeah, this whole episode makes sense now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm now going back to what I was questioning. If it was unconditional love or now respect for Mm -hmm. my parents Mm -hmm. but it just shows me that they'll always have love for me but if they don't agree like what i was trying to say before was that if i wasn't going down the path that i was now because i've seen people deter from that path in my family and my parents like i said before shut down Mm -hmm. they don't want to talk to you anymore they cut you out of their lives Mm -hmm. no problem i could see that easily happening for me if i wasn't doing exactly what they planned for me to do right you know so that's why i was like
1: well that doesn't change sorry but that doesn't change the answer to your question, though. Yeah. Which is, does everybody deserve unconditional love? That is Or true. love, period. Right. I don't feel like that's a yes mm-hmm. answer. That's definitely a no answer because there's simply things I will not tolerate. Mm-hmm. Like, if I got married and I was in an, in a relationship and we vowed and continuously vowed and upheld in our marriage the fact that cheating is unacceptable, but you keep cheating on me, I'm leaving. Mm. It'd be different. Like this is why I say this. It'd be different if I was married for ten years and after ten years my husband turned to me and was like, "I really want to open the relationship." That's not what I signed up for at all. Yep. But I respect the fact that he brought it to me and now we have to deal with it rather than you just cheating behind my back. There's a huge difference behind between um, being a cheater and then being somebody that's trying to communicate with like where we've now the the path has divided Mm -hmm. because you can't blame somebody for that Mm -hmm. you can't blame somebody for looking at in the mirror and saying i'm sorry that this is no longer what i'm providing for you Mm -hmm. can we figure something out
0: that goes into people changing and growing as time goes exactly they don't know they're not the same person that you will always know but at the same time i guess with unconditional love that, that didn't change.
1: But that's why I feel like even there are a lot of peaceful divorces where after time, if they have both agreed that you're no longer providing what I'm asking for, mm-hmm. it's time for us to split. Very but true. because you had the conversation with me, I'm not angry. Yeah. I still have respect for you and I still have love for you. Mm-hmm. I'm just not messing with you like that anymore.
0: So, mm-hmm. okay, so you said it, but just to clarify, do you feel like... It should be a thing?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes and no? I know that's not a good answer. No, we're
0: in the middle. We're definitely in the middle about this.
1: Yes, because I want to know that no matter what I do, somebody's waiting at home for me. Yeah. And I don't just mean romantically. I mean, like, friendship-wise. I mean all of it.
0: You're backed. Yeah. You want to know that no matter what you do, you're backed by the same people that you want to support you. Exactly.
1: But at the same time, I don't feel like I should just have to tolerate anybody else's crap because that's what they want to do. Mm-hmm. However, this is why I say the real question is what is real love? Yep. Because as much as real love is having respect for somebody, real love is also understanding that there are differences that you guys have and that you still have to live your life authentically. Mm. Because what happens is like, just for an example, if my husband of 10 years came to me and told me he wanted to see other people and I said, no, I still want to be married to you and only you and I don't want you seeing anybody else and you become the worst husband of all time and I'm miserable and you're miserable too, you're staying in it just because we had this idealized version of unconditional love. Yep. It's not something real. And real love is letting someone be who they are. That's what I meant earlier when I said freedom. Mm -hmm. Real love is freedom. Real love is letting somebody do what they want to do and still know that they have a place to call home. That's what real love is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what real love is but i, I say that obviously because it's hard you, mm-hmm. there's no like you said even with parents but no matter what marriage there's really no handbook yes there there are things that we say in sickness and in health for rich or for poor yeah all of that but at the same time it's super difficult because all of that can change yeah and so it's not necessarily fair to say well we had vows yeah but Marriage is something that you go through and you don't know what it's like until you're in it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Just the same way you said, okay, like, we have friendships and we love each other and, like, we're there for each other all the time. But marriage is a commitment, like Mm -hmm. you said, that you put in front of everybody. And at the end of the day, whenever marriage is um, talked about, it's about monogamy and some kind of exclusivity. Mm -hmm. Whether it's the fact that you only watch this show with your husband or wife or you only make love to them or you only eat this kind of food with them. There's always a literally a laundry list mm-hmm. of like rules and regulations that you have to follow when you're married. Yeah. That's all about exclusivity. So yes and no. I know that's not a great answer, guys, and I'm really sorry, but this conversation can be had a thousand times.
0: And I don't think there's any I don't think there's anything wrong with that answer because at the end of the day we talk about this all the time. Nobody knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So we're allowed to be in the middle about something that is so serious in a way
1: mm-hmm. but i think unconditional love sometimes at least in heterosexual relationships it's also about reciprocity how am i gonna unconditionally love you if you don't unconditionally love me mm. and i always think about that with men i think i brought it up in the past episode if you cheat on me and i forgive you but if i did the same thing to you you wouldn't find it in your heart to forgive me it's not about the action itself it's about the principle of it yeah would you find it in your heart would you at least try to find it in your heart to move on i think that's what this unconditional part about romantic relationships is about is would you at least try Mm -hmm. it's not about would you definitely forgive me if i cheat on you would you definitely forgive me if i like had a full body third degree burn
0: would you give me a chance
1: would you definitely forgive me if i couldn't have your child It's just, would you try to find it in your heart? Would you make enough room for me? Would I be worth the effort for you to do that, Mm. for you to try? It's not about you know, trying to find excuses to cheat. It's about knowing that somebody's gonna be there for you if you make a
0: mistake. Mm.
1: That's all that that's about,
0: I think. That was beautiful. That was me snapping back and forth. You're beautiful. Thanks, you're so kind. You're welcome. Wow.
1: Well guys, I don't know what we left out of this conversation. Yeah. I don't know if we left anything out at all. I'm wondering what you guys feel about unconditional love. This is
0: one where I wish I want to ask the audience. Yeah. What is it what does it look like to you? What yeah. do you guys have you had it? Have yeah. you experienced it? Yeah. And can you define it? Are you struggling like I am, or do you feel like you've got it down pat? Mm-hmm. Because it's okay either way, but I think this conversation has just opened my eyes to make me feel like I do need to reevaluate some of the relationships I do have in my life and realize that is it unconditional? Do I have a terms of condition and, and it's to Who I keep around me. And Mm -hmm. this definitely, damn y'all, we said reflection. I mean, with me, (laughs) I know it's gonna be like this. God damn, God damn.
1: So, guys, if you have any questions or comments, um, our DMs are open. Our email is also in our bio. So, we just wanted to let you know that if you had any comments or if you had any suggestions for future episodes, we are ready and tuned in to listen.
0: And And we'll we'll be be back back on on the next next episode. episode. (illas)